Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Rusty Ruggles, and I am in charge of the wonderful Mercer County High School Podcast Club. Welcome to our October episode, or the second episode of the second season. We've got an exciting podcast for you. First of all, we have our student talk with Sid Stockham, Miles Showalter, Monica McKnight, and Sidney Quam. They talk about how they thought homecoming went and some of the Halloween treats that they get, what the best one is, and all that good stuff. They've got some pretty interesting opinions on that. Secondly, we have Hunter Smith interviewing Mr. Juan, and Mr. Juan, ladies and gentlemen, will be uh, announcing what the musical is at Mercer County High School this spring. So that's exciting. So please stick around for that exciting announcement. And lastly, Mackenzie Thurston, she interviews Kellen King, and he's going to be telling us all about his activities and how he gets along. And uh, Mackenzie's got some interesting questions for Kellen. So please stick around, listen to the whole thing, share it with your friends, have a good time, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Monica McKnight, with, and this is the second episode <laughs> of the Podcasting Club. Um, I'm here with Sydney Stockham. Hello. Miles Showalter. Hi. And Sydney Quam. Hi. So we just had homecoming, and I had a pretty good experience. It's my, it was my senior homecoming. Sydney, what about you? I had so much fun. Like the next morning I woke up and I was like, my muscles hurt from jumping and dancing around so much. It was so much fun. Exactly. Miles. It was boring. Why? <laughs> Maybe if you're not dancing, it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. Did you dance? No. That's not even a slow dance or anything? No. Aw, Sydney. There was no slow dance songs. I thought it was a lot of fun and I th- I think the our senior song was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. A lot of people told me that we looked really weird in the video. <laughs> we did. But I was like, that was just us. And it was a Hannah Montana Pitbull mashup. So Yeah, I thought it was really good. Because then we had like a slow song and then it just was hyped up. Miles, you didn't like it? No. Well, you're not a senior, <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't matter. Okay. Your opinion. Um, Where did everyone go to eat? I went to Biagi's, and I've never been there before, but you guys went there for prom. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. I got a bruschetta, bruschetta for uh, an appetizer, and it's like this toast with sliced tomatoes, mozzarella, balsamic vinegar. It's really good. We make it at home all the time. And so I could have eaten that for dinner and called it good, but then I got some spaghetti fancy shrimp thing too. Miles, what about you? Uh, well, I didn't get to really choose where we got to eat. It was kind of just decided by my friend's date. And it, we went to Osaka. Mm. And I got uh, scallops and swordfish. Oh, that yeah. sounds fancy. All right, Sid, where did you go? Hope to you eat? didn't cut your mouth on that swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was with Monica in a group, and we went to the foundry in Bettendorf. And it was really good. Like, oh, yeah. There was so much food. Except the salad. The salad was not good. Like, so my <laughs> meal came with this salad. And they took, like, a whole thing of romaine lettuce and grilled it. And so it had this really weird aftertaste. It was not good. But like, everything else was delicious. Yeah, I had, like, this blackened chicken Alfredo. It was really good. But I was so full from cheese curds that... <laughs> everybody, everybody ordered cheese curds. <laughs> so, so we had... 
Yeah, we had a lot of cheese grits, and I did not want to eat the Alfredo at all. I've had bad homecoming order experiences before. Like, freshman year, I went with a group, and for some reason, we went to Steel Plow, I think, and for some reason, everyone decided to order a pretzel for their mm. supper. But, like, all three of us ordered a pretzel, and we could have just gotten one, and it was the worst decision ever. Yeah, like, we went there, the three of us, and we got one pretzel and still didn't finish it. They're mm-hmm. huge pretzels. They're, like, the size of, like, an extra-large pizza. Yeah. yeah they're, they're ginormous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Halloween is coming up, right? And mm-hmm. I did some research just a little bit about the top ten Worst and best candies. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this is candystore.com. And I'll do the top 10 worst first, all right? So they compiled this list based off of seven other websites. Okay. So at number 10, we have black licorice. That's correct. Yeah, that's, 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 that's gross. I, I disagree. I don't even like what? normal... <laughs> I don't even like normal licorice. I, I quite enjoy black licorice. Mm. Mm. Tastes like old tires. I went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Cracker Barrel and they had black licorice gum and it left a waxy <sighs> film in my mouth and I hated it. Sounds great. Okay. <laughs> and number nine is good and plenty. Those are good and plenty. Those are good. They're, They're not bad. What's in that? Black licorice. They kind of <laughs> taste like black licorice, but with like a candy coating on the outside. Is oh. it kind of? They're shaped like Mike and Ike's, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, they're sh- they're like pink and white. Yeah. Okay. At number eight, we have Tootsie Rolls. That's wrong. I like <laughs> Tootsie <laughs> Rolls. Good. They're like they're good to just have. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. go to the store and buy them, but no. if you have them on hand, they're fine. They take yeah. forever to eat. Like I feel like you have to chew them so much that it's just like it just takes swallow forever. the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. At number <laughs> seven, I don't know what this candy is. They're Mary Janes. Well, I don't. I've, I've don't never know heard of that. Never Sounds heard like of it before. Else. I I have never oh. heard of those before. Mm-mm. Um, at six we have wax Coke bottles. Like oh, those are good. Where I you bite the top off and then you like there's like um like, like a liquid? syrup inside. Like a juice. Yeah. 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 No. I d- I've never really thought those. They're were good. good. For the longest time, I didn't realize it was wax, and I used to eat it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh. <laughs> At number five, we have Necco wafers. What's that? <laughs> My dad like used to sell those at the pharmacy, and they no one ever bought Ew. them. Yeah, those are gross. Who would give those out for Halloween? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Used to buy those. I used to live in the suburbs, and you'd buy Necco wafers because when you threw them in the tollway booths, they thought they were quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so I would get through the toll booths with Necco wafers. That's not very good. At number four, we have Smarties. I like no, Smarties. No, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong. Smarties are really good. One time, mm-hmm. me and my cousin, I don't remember where we saw it, but somebody tried putting Smarties on pizza. So we did that. <laughs> we put Smarties on our pizza. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like a sweet and salty type thing. Yeah. That sounds really nasty. But it does sound gross. Like I would not put like Smarties on pizza. Like I get dessert pizza. pizza or like just pizza, but No, just like Smarties pepperoni pizza. pizza. <laughs> mm That doesn't sound good. Mm. And number three of peanut butter kisses, which are like those taffy peanut butter things. Mm. I don't think I've ever. I don't had even one know. Those. Yeah. Okay. And at number two, we have circus peanuts. Oh, that's <laughs> correct. That should be number one. Circus peanuts are yeah, gross. Yeah, those are like when you're walking in the the farm and fleet and you see <laughs> them in the old circus peanuts. <laughs> it looks like styrofoam. Back Why when, would you want to eat that? Back when I was larger. I used to buy several bags of circus peanuts <laughs> <laughs> and okay. eat them all in a sitting. Mm. Okay. 
Number one, I, I feel like this is up for debate because I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about this, is candy corn as the worst candy. I like candy It's a corn. hit or miss. I could eat a couple, but then if I eat too much, I get sick. Candy corn mixed with peanuts is the best combo ever for fall. Or like the candy, like you make those pretzel Rolo candy yes. corn treats. Those, those are, good. are good. Candy corns are good. Like I, if I eat too many, it just dries out my throat and yeah. I don't like that. Okay, <laughs> I got to get to the best. Okay, these are the top 10 best candies. Is okay. it right? Number one's the absolute best? Yes. Okay. Okay, at number 10, we have nerds. Oh. I like I like the purple nerds. I mean, they're just, they have a weird texture on mouth, and I don't really like nerds. Mm -mm. Like, they, they just seem too tiny yes. sometimes, because, like, you could just dump the whole thing in your mouth. You could choke it's, on it. It's like a shot for me. I just take the whole thing and stick it in my mouth. <laughs> That is not school appropriate, Sydney. No, no, no. Shot of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at number nine, we have Butterfinger. I like Butterfingers. They just get stuck in your teeth. Yeah, they're too, like, taffy-ish or whatever you call it. Um, number eight, we have Hershey's. Um, You don't like Hershey's, Miles? No. What? I don't like it's it. chocolate. I don't like it. I like it, but if... But it, it's kind of too sweet almost. It makes me feel... Yeah. I milk. like dark chocolate better than mm -hmm. milk chocolate. Milk chocolate's yes. disgusting. Dark chocolate is the like, yeah. plain. Like, I can have Hershey's on s'mores and stuff, but plain just is too... Something about it gives me a headache. It leaves a weird film in your throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion <laughs> on this, Mr. Ruggles? You and your throats. She, <laughs> she, the candy corn made her throat too dry. And you're talking about, this. I've never heard of this no, stuff before. Okay, it's like the chocolate fill. Like, it leaves a weird film. Like, it's like, like almost like a mucusy feeling it's in your like throat. The frappuccinos from Starbucks. Yes, they the leave, whipped cream. It leaves a really weird film. On the roof of your mouth. The whipped cream makes a really weird film. But also, like, like who knows how much sugar is in that. It's the sugar that makes the film. You don't believe this, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. At number seven, we have Twix. I like Twix. Twix are good. I've heard that. They're good. What? Miles, did you I, just shake your head? I don't love them. I mean, I like them, but I don't love them. I've heard the debate between left and right is how much mm -hmm. caramel and cookie is in each bar. But I, did, I don't know if that's true or I not. I think it's all fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. A marketing ploy. Yeah. Okay. At number six, we have Kit Kat. I like, I like Kit Kats. Kit Kats. Mm -hmm. Like, I know they have a lot of different kinds. And my cousin, she lived in Japan for a few years. And they had, like, 34 flavors of, like, Kit Kats or something That's like that. That's crazy. Like, like, green tea Kit Kat I or bet those are good. I it's bet those are good. The key lime pie one's good. Um, that actually uh -huh. doesn't sound that bad. It's pretty good. Like, when they bring out the dark chocolate ones around the holidays. Oh, those are the best. Those are good. Okay. And number five, we have Sour Patch Kids. I like Sour Patch Kids. Um, I... I'll eat them, but they're not my favorite. But I don't ever know if I've gotten them in my Halloween trick or treat. No, like, I don't they, think I've ever I think they're them. too bougie. They just like recently. <laughs> they just recently made those really small yeah. bags of Sour Patch Kids, but before that, they never really sold them. I lean like on candy and stuff. I lean more towards chocolate stuff, not the fruit sour, mm -hmm. all that junk. <laughs> okay, a number. <laughs> Miles, you have input. No. Okay. At number four, we have Snickers. Oh, I love Snickers. I think that could be a little bit higher. Even. Yeah, that could be number one, in my opinion. Or yeah. Reese's or Snickers. Mm -hmm. You got to wait for the last okay. three, the top three, all right? Snickers are gross. 
What? No. What? Why? Why are Snickers gross to you? I don't know. It's the texture. I feel like you don't even believe what you're saying. You're just saying it so you can be different. What about Snickers ice cream? Oh, the ice cream bars? Oh, those are so good. You just sit in the corner and eat your black licorice. Yeah. And let me eat all those Snickers because you're crazy. Yeah. Okay. And number three, we have Skittles. I like Skittles. They're bringing back the lime Skittle. Yes, I saw that. Because what's they, the flavor now? Away. Green apple. Oh, yeah. And so I'm excited about that. I'm ca- yeah, me too. D- I right. didn't notice. <laughs> and number two, we have M&M's. Okay. Oh, I, I can love ro- m I can roll with that. Or yeah. peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's are the best. The it goes, it mini goes. M&Ms. Um, peanut oh, M&M's. What? The mini M&M's. Oh, oh the are, mini yeah. M&M's are so good. Peanut M&M's are at the top. Mm-hmm. Then it's regular, and then it's peanut butter at the bottom. Blake, what's yeah. everyone's favorite mm-hmm. ca- type of M&M? The peanut M&M I just M&M said M&M peanut m M&M. Miles? I got three. It's the, the mini ones, the caramel mm-hmm. ones, or the crunchy ones. The, like oh. the Rice Krispie ones? Oh, yeah. okay. I, mm. Were those limited edition, or yes. can you still get them? Yeah, I was 50-50 on those. Like, they have, like, hazelnut, fudge brownie, pretzel. I didn't like the fudge brownie. The caramel ones were just... Too, like sometimes, the too too sometimes too much is too much in a candy. It's just mm-hmm. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I do prefer mini M&Ms over regular, though. Yes, they're so small, and you can fit, like, 25 in your mouth at a time. They're just so <laughs> It's crunchy. not good health-wise, but they're good. Okay, and the best candy out of these six websites, it, or seven websites, is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Knew it. I can get along with yeah. that. Yeah. Reese's S'mores. Have you ever had a Reese's Those S'mores? Those are the best. Are Instead of a Hershey bar, use a Reese's. Those are so good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You don't what? Like I don't like, no. Do you oh not like peanut gosh. butter? I, I've never liked Reese's Cups. Do you like, like peanut butter? Th- not really. Okay. Well, I mean, I do, but I don't like, it's something about the What about, the Reese's, like, like, the holiday, like, trees or pumpkins? Oh, Reese's the cups, white chocolate? I think we Reese's always Cups get, are salty. We get the trees. Mm-hmm. I think they're too salty. It's, mm. it's weird. I, I do get that. Them frozen, like, if you put them in yeah. the freezer and they're, oh, my gosh, they're so good. Okay. What's <laughs> 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 that little giggle? So I, I remember in like elementary school, at least for us, we had like parades and stuff where we would go around and like in first grade, we went around to nursing homes. Do any of you guys remember like some of your Halloween costumes from elementary school? Um, I think I you got to wear Halloween costumes. Yeah. You didn't do that? No. Oh, it was so much fun. One year I dressed up as like a Southern Belle and I made it in the newspaper in like second grade. And I still have that newspaper clipping. First, it was just so much fun because, like, yeah. you dress up and you'd go around to, like, all, like, the whole building. And then you go to the nursing homes and it's all the old people like, oh, you look so cute. That was first was so much grade, fun. I think, we went to the nursing homes. Yeah. I remember I dressed up as a witch and I got in the newspaper, too. Mm-hmm. I had this unicorn. It was like <laughs> um, you put it on like it was a pair of overalls and you would have suspenders to hold it up. And I wore that, like, five years in a row because I loved it so much. <laughs> For Halloween? Yeah, but I also just think I wore it around the house. (laughs) (laughs) I remember for kindergarten, I dressed up as Daphne from Scooby-Doo. I dressed up as one of the Monster High characters, and I can't think of which one it was. I did in fourth grade, like, dressed up as a Monster High character. Those costumes were awesome. 
Yeah. Because, like, I, I did that one. Yeah, I did Frankie. Because I remember people always talked about, like, their moms making their costumes, and mm-hmm. I would read that in books. And I was like, no, I went through the Spirit Halloween, mag- like, catalog. Yes, the catalog. And you'd flip through, and you'd be like, I want that one, I want that one, I want that one. And then you would order it, and it'd come in the mail. Mm-hmm. I know one year I was a Minnesota Viking cheerleader. Mm. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait, Sydney, you didn't go to our school. Did you ever like do anything like that? Like parades and stuff? Yeah, like we had Halloween where I was from Monica. Well, I know that, but <laughs> I mean like at school, did you have like parades and stuff like for the school? Uh yeah, I think you'd walk you get to walk around and then uh you get to go to the nursing home and sometimes the old people would like hold your hand and never let go. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, what about you? No. You, did you to, ever dress up or anything? Well, I went to New Boston, and mm-hmm. we didn't do anything there. Like, we weren't allowed to wear costumes, really. Like, I don't think we ever got a time where they're like, wear your costume to school. Really? Something like that. No, we what? didn't. We didn't get those days. No. Like, I feel like Halloween was always my favorite day, because then we would just dress mm-hmm. up, and it would be so much fun. Fresh. I, I stopped trick-or-treating in sixth grade, because I just felt like I was too old and needed to stop. But freshman year... My cousins were going, and my aunt had this Chewbacca costume, like a Chewbacca mask and a Chewbacca, you know, onesie. So you couldn't see who I was. And so I had this idea, like, if nobody knows who I am, I wouldn't feel so weird about going trick-or-treating. So ninth grade year, I went trick-or-treating, and that was my best candy haul ever because Mrs. Snyder gave me a giant Hershey's bar and, like, pop. It was awesome. My and then I'd run up to people and give them hugs, and they didn't know who I was. <laughs> My na- I remember one year, I was handing out candy. I think I was in junior high. And these people came around in those dinosaur inflatable costumes. <laughs> and they just went around just walking in their dinosaur costumes. And I think everyone would get their little kids and take them to get pictures with them and stuff. I wanted to order one of those and just do that on Halloween, too. That's what we need to do with our Christmas tree costumes this year. Yes, <laughs> we need to go trick-or-treating. Or caroling during... Oh, we could go caroling. Caroling in our Christmas tree costumes. That'd be great. Miles, you never dressed up for Halloween. You don't remember. Like, Like, did you you go trick-or-treating in New Boston? Yeah, every once in a while. It really depends. Like, what do you think one of your costumes was? Oh, gosh. I don't... Like, I know one year I went as a zombie. And I kind of just, like, got a shirt, cut a bunch of holes in it. That a boy. Poured a bunch of fake blood on it. And then, like, my dad made movies at that time. So he did, like, a bunch of the... Because like, mm-hmm. he had, was making a zombie movie in that. So you had all the stuff. So he had, already the had, I had all the stuff and, like, the latex and the makeup and all that. And I did that. But that's all. That's the only year I really remember about that. So. Hmm. Yep. I loved Halloween as a kid. It was, like, my favorite thing. Like, what about Halloween movies? I know Sid's super oh, into Halloween movies. My family loves Halloween. Like, we already have our decorations up. We've had them up for, like, yep. a month. <laughs> the best Halloween movie? I don't even know. I couldn't even say that. Hocus Pocus? No. Okay. The Nightmare I, Before Christmas. Mm, I'm with I you. I always I, liked Halloween Town mm, as a kid. Halloween Town yeah. are really good. Hocus Pocus. I love Hocus Pocus, but it probably wouldn't be my number one. Monster but. House. Monster that, House is yeah, good. That's a good. I love one. that movie. I, I watched that, that one all too. the time as yes. a kid. I like we had it on DVD and then it got like the case got destroyed, so we got a new one. The so we CD have like two copies so of it. Mm-hmm. I always loved it. Like Mister mm-hmm. Nevercracker, one of my old 
neighbors, he kind of looked like the guy. And so we called him <laughs> Old Man Nevercracker. <laughs> Even though he's a super sweet guy, and he would go around town on his scooter. Oh you would see gosh. him by like Walmart on his scooter. Watching those movies like now, and I wonder how i even watched that as a kid because they're creepy they are creepy like i'm more creeped out now than i was as a kid yeah beetlejuice is another good one. Oh, i like beetlejuice mm-hmm. i don't i don't remember like because most of the movies on like disney channel and stuff were pretty like pg like they weren't that creepy yeah, those weren't i also watched like friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street and all those movies on halloween as a kid but now it's like what was I doing as a six-year-old watching those <laughs> movies? Like Halloween specials, too, on Disney Channel. I loved watching those, mm-hmm. like, around Halloween time. Monstober. It was oh, just the yeah. best time for Disney Channel. It was. Do you remember China and McLean's They remade that music video. The they just remade that music video. <laughs> I loved Ant Do you know Farm. what we're talking about? Like no. Ant Farm. Ant Farm? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, they had a monster episode. It was so much fun. All right, well, Ruggles is telling us to stop. So, once again, this was Student Talk. I'm Monica McKnight, and I'm here with Sid Stockham. Hello again. And Miles. Goodbye. And Sydney Quam. See ya. See you next time with Student Talk. Hello, I am Larry Smith, and welcome back to the October edition of the MCHS podcast. Today, I will be interviewing Mr. Juan for this podcast staff interview. So how long have you been teaching? I am in year six of teaching here at Mercer County. Mm-hmm. So technically like five and a half years I've been actively teaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did teach band for a while before you taught choir. What was the... Uh, what was the big difference between those two? Um, I think the largest difference in regards to um, like content was not really the biggest thing for me, but n- being more of an on an island down there. I have good communication with Mr. Ruggles now here at the high school. I see him every day. I'm able to communicate with Mrs. Reek and Mrs. Call, um, and I'm happy with where the department is at in regards to working together on stuff. And then also I think the wow factor is a little bit there for me more so with choir than the elementary music side of the world. Not that it was not important or that I didn't enjoy it, but working up here at the high school with you guys on, you know, the bigger projects with the theater department, um, show choir, a little bit that I've been able to help with the band department, you know, over the couple of years playing too, but some concerts and various other things has been fun. And, you know, bringing back to that, just what got you, like, super interested in teaching music in specific? Um, I was bad at it. And I liked the process of learning a new skill and how technical it was. Um, I think it was a little more hands-on than a lot of the other content that we typically learn on a day-to-day. Did you say you were bad at it? You told me I was. (laughs) I don't think I said it that way. Maybe not verbatim, but it was implied when I said that that's what I was going to major in in college. And I was bored with the regular classroom. Um, Music was enjoyable, um, and I always liked how difficult it was for me. Uh, And just performing in general, I think, is very rewarding. And it's one of the few fields, I think, that 
as a teacher, we can give immediate feedback. Um, you know, whereas in a lot of other classes, you're waiting on test results or you're waiting on, you know, paper, you know, reviews and stuff like that to come back from the teacher, which also good critical feedback from the teachers in that form is great. But here it's just a little bit more hands on in my, you know, mind, you know, like mind's view and like opinion. But, uh, I think, yeah, the largest reason I got into music teaching is because I like helping people. I like giving back. Um, and it's just fun. I like to have a good time. I think, uh, most people that have been in my classroom would agree on that too. So, so, uh, going back to you with music in high school and all that stuff, what did you do in the music programs throughout your high school career? Uh, I was part of every music program that we offered at the time besides music appreciation. You did, you were 2012 graduate, 2012. Yep. So you started in 2008. Yes. You were in the show choir. I was in show choir all four years. Choir. Choir. Band. Band. Jazz band. Jazz band my senior year. Right. That's a lot of stuff. Musical. Musical for three years. I didn't do it my freshman year. You took theory. I took theory twice. Yeah. Hmm. Lots of stuff. Yeah. That's. Yep. Did ILMEA audition for both the jazz and choir. I never did band ILMEA though. Again, we went back to the, I was not maybe the best euphonium player. Not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, going back into the teaching side of things, what college did you attend to get your degree? Um, I went to Loris College up in Dubuque, Iowa. I said that like it was a question. I did go there. Um, <laughs> I majored in both instrumental and vocal studies with an emphasis on education. So it was a double major, but on paper it was only one. Uh, it was a lot of work, but a lot of fun. Yeah. That sounds like you had a good time in college. Uh, so what instruments can you play? Like, that's just something that I want to know. Well, or can I play? Just can play. That you are not going to completely embarrass yourself. You have to play in front of fourth graders. Uh, trombone, euphonium, tuba are my main three instruments, with euphonium being my primary, or baritone for those of you that are more inclined to call it that uh trumpet is okay up until like part one then it's no bueno uh otherwise on the woodwind side of the world i am not awful at the clarinet otherwise percussion is okay for me but aside from that i leave the reed instruments to mr ruggles (laughs) so i'm gonna stray away from your early teaching and all that stuff to get more into the coaching side of things, what things do you do extracurricular with the school? Oh, um, well, I've been a part of the cross country program uh, at the junior high now as the head coach. They just finished my third season, uh, as well as coaching the junior high track program since the beginning of my teaching career. So this is going on my sixth season with them. I've been the head coach now for them for a couple of years. I share that with uh, Coach Smith down at the junior high. And then I am in my second season as the seventh grade boys basketball coach, um, which I'm actually like actively texting our eighth grade coach right now what he what we want to do at practice today. So a little bit of everything. Um, I tend to kind of spread my wings and help out where I can, but sometimes it's not always helpful. 
<laughs> you know, but th- I think that's a good thing, though, that you're able to branch out and be able to help people with things, even you, even though it might not be the most quote unquote professional help, you still try your best to help students. And that is a really, really nice thing. I do my best. Mr. Ruggles is about to make fun of me and I know where. No, going. Nope. no. <laughs> Sam's never going to tell you no. Yeah. And that's yeah. the truth. Even if it's something way out of reality, he's not going to tell you no. And that's a good thing. And that's a bad thing at the same time, because sometimes Sam says yes to 12 different things on the same day. And then I'm in Des Moines when I'm supposed <laughs> to be at a basketball game. <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. We knew where it was going. I didn't say it. And by we, I mean me. Nope. But. We're good. <laughs> so despite like extracurricular and all that stuff, what do you do outside of work? Um, well, I st- Still consider myself a runner. I race pretty actively on the Quad City like race circuit. I'm just recently joined one of the um, Quad City Elite teams, the Running Wild Elite running team. Um, otherwise, I really love hiking and just getting outdoors, paddleboarding, you know, mountain biking, skateboarding. Just a lot of, I guess, I kind of an adrenaline junkie when it comes to chasing those hyperfixations. But at the same time, I really just like going out, having a good time, hanging out with people. Um, I, I think if I was going to put a hobby into my, you know, my corner of what I do, I really love photography. Uh, I've got 15 cameras at home of various types and ages and stuff. So I shoot a lot of SLR film camera and um, do some freelance photography on the side too. What about your garden? I do garden. I don't know if I necessarily consider myself a gardener because I like the planting of all of it, but the harvesting is really not fun at all it becomes a chore after a little while (laughs) so i gave a lot of my vegetables away to my neighbors this year um and a lot of random passerbys uh offered to buy stuff and i would just give them it because i planted 175 plants which was a little bit of a large undertaking for one person (laughs) yeah see like with my mom and all that stuff i help her out with gardening and all that stuff and she's always asking me i'll go pull the weeds and do all that stuff all the stuff she doesn't want to do and you know that's a pretty bad part about it and you know is that just going back to being outdoors you like or is it just kind of a different kind of cooking because i know you enjoy cooking too yeah i think I've always done better, like, cooking for myself and, you know, doing chores and stuff like that, especially now that I'm married, like, when I have someone to do it for. Um, I think the gardening kind of came as more of a distraction because Aaliyah was on her clinical rotation this whole summer for three months up in Mayo at Rochester, um, the campus up in Minnesota. Man, I bumbled over those words. Uh, (laughs) But... Yeah, no, I think a lot of it comes from just, like, wanting to keep busy and just be outside and find any excuse to do something new and just learn because you never really know when you're going to get put into a predicament where you're helping someone or just have, you know, random things that you have to do on your own. Yeah. So I'm going to change the subject a bit on you. If you could do it all over again, go back to college, be whatever you want, would you still be a music teacher or would you want to do something different? I think I'd still honestly do the same thing. I'll be completely real. I, I struggle looking back thinking that I regret anything. Um, 
the only thing that I would probably change is my approach to studying and, you know, just like how I did things. Cause it took me a couple of times to pass my teaching test. Like I'll be honest there. Um, I was not the strongest in the classroom more by choice. And you always hear those people. I just didn't apply myself. Well, I did only when it needed to be, you know, test time and all that. Uh, but I think if I were to do it again, like if you're forcing me to answer something else, I would probably pick one or the other, instrumental or vocal, so I could have came out a little bit stronger in one of the areas. But, yeah, no, I, I, I like where I'm at. So, you know, being from the Midwest, it's kind of boring being around here. If you could move anywhere in the world, where would you move and would you keep teaching? I could move anywhere in the world? I think if I were to move where I'd like to be, I would continue teaching. I really like the Pacific Northwest and I could, like I could see myself living up there. Um, but it depends on how remote of a living arrangement I get put into. Cause like if I could live where I wanted to, it would be away from the big city. And so like the teaching situations out in like the middle of nowhere is like me and Mr. Ruggles would not have separate jobs. We would be one person teaching K-12, choir, band, theater, play, all of it. And, I mean, you see how much, you know, me and Mr. Ruggles like to do. That's a lot to put on your plate, though. You yeah. know? There's no AV club. There's no extracurricular stuff. That, those little things that we like to do in addition to our teaching. But there's a lot of positions around here that are like that. Yeah, there is. We're, yeah. we're fortunate that we, we have as many people in our department and can dabble in the little things that we like to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think like the PNW, that'd be my my selection. Yeah, it's really beautiful up there too. I mm-hmm. mean, just looking at pictures and all that stuff. I've personally never been there, but it's it's really nice up there, and that would be such a fun experience to be up there. You've traveled up there, have you not? I have. Yeah, family has. Well, Aliyah's side of the family, I can call them family now because we're married, but has property out there. So we went and looked at it a couple of years. They had not been there since 1979 when we went out to look at it, and it was completely overgrown and someone actually was squatting on it, which was an interesting occurrence. And they found out they don't own as much as they did. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's gorgeous out there. When are we getting to the musical announcement? <laughs> you know, we can do it now or we could get to the, do it later. I mean, so like everybody is excited to hear about that. So let's just do it now. What if he can't do it? Can you do it? I can do it. What? Yo, whoa. <laughs> okay. So, you keep talking, Hunter. So the musical is your deal. Yeah. You know, I've been involved with the musical for no boy. This would be my fifth or sixth. Fifth year, yeah, fifth or sixth. Uh since seventh grade. And, you know, it's always really fun getting to find out what the show is, especially when you get to find out before your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what show do you plan on doing? Well, I can tell you right now that the license like booking stuff came in yesterday i filled out the paperwork all of the like forms and all that stuff and faxed it off this morning um as of right now our plan is to do nine to five which a lot of people don't know and that's exciting for me as a teacher because part of our job is to put things in front of you that are not necessarily thing, you know, a show or music that you would have normally have listened to. Um, I think both Mr. Ruggles and you would agree with me that the crew that we have right now 
in the theater department in the choir world is pretty quirky and a lot of personality to, you know, bring out and show off on stage. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about nine to five, it's an office satire. So it is literally pulling out everything kind of just weird and funny and just odd about the workspace. And we need a power female cast, which right now we have a lot of strong um, treble voices that I think will do well with a show like this. Have you seen the movie, Hunter? Uh, Yes, I've seen the movie. I love that musical too. I mean, it's such a good show. There, there are so many other shows we could have done, but I think this was a really good show for the cast we have and for all that stuff. And I'm just glad we're not doing another Disney show. Yep. And that was a big push on, um, Senora Noble's uh, plate and mine, trying to find a show that not only were we as directors going to be, you know, tired of going into, which I know seems a little bit selfish, but I want to be able to give my 100% to the show from start to finish with you guys, as well as challenge you uh, to put on a, you know, a production that's not only enjoyable for you, um, but let's look back a couple of years, none of you knew Adam's family, you know, and none of you knew what was going to be expected on a show like that. And even though we didn't get to put on the full production of it, I I would say that you guys walked away liking that show more than you anticipated. You you know, just even going back to like High School Musical and all that stuff and Once on the Silent, I walked away from that show, even though I didn't get to do the the performance, I walked away from that show feeling like we did the best we could. Mm -hmm. We gave 110% on that show. Yeah. And that show is, it's different. To say the least. It's not your typical musical. Adam's Family we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that that just brings out some different characters mm-hmm. and people that we would not think would have that type of yep. personality yep. in them. And, you know, that's that's a really nice thing seeing that. I'm sure that's a nice thing seeing that you being a teacher and a role model for these kids. Mr. Ruggles has done musicals. He did it for a, a number of years. I did it for 11. Yeah. And a level 11 years. It's hard to find a show that fits everyone. Oh yeah. Like it's almost impossible. And with us still kind of like coming on the rise, like trying to get, you know, live music just back, you know, you know, can we have a show that we have a pit in it or can we find one that has accompaniment tracks and just kind of keep building up? We haven't had a performance that's made money in two years. So unfortunately, as a teacher, I have to think about that too because that's what continues to have the shows happen for you. So um, a remake of a show from the 80s that just got resurfaced in 2009, so it's still kind of contemporary and hits all the markers that we want to see on stage. I think it'll be a a good fit, and we need lots of people. So there's my recruitment plug. We need 25 plus people in the cast that's a lot of people and you know being someone that has done musical for a number of years it is so fun and it is so rewarding getting that final product and you know you don't even have to be the person like iggy and myself where we're just screaming our lungs out on stage belting (laughs) if you're out there just having a good time that is what us as theater nerds and thespians love to see is just people going out there and branching out of their comfort zone and loving it. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of work. Absolutely. I mean, it is so much work. It probably the most professionally rewarding thing I've done is something like that. You know, when you put in all that work and then you get to the performance and it goes off well, because you think the set's going to fall over. The kids are going to forget their lines disaster. 
is coming and it doesn't and you think, Oh my gosh, like the musical being over is such a great thing. I mean, I don't mean that because I I don't want to perform again, but it's like the stress of that is over. Yeah. It just kind of lifts that stress off your shoulder and you know, not knowing that you don't have to be at practice from six to nine every night. That's, Mm -hmm. that's also another big relief, but yeah, it's, so if somebody's out there listening that is kind of on the fence and doing it, I mean, if you just are going to be in the chorus, that is great. And you're not needed all the time. Yeah. Like you're not, you don't have to be there every night. You can, if you want. One practice mm-hmm. a week is what my <clears throat> ensemble needs to be. But, but the thing with the ensemble is that is the most important part of the show. I think I, you would agree with that too, Mr. One, like without an ensemble, a show cannot move properly. And, you know, it may seem like it's not that important of a thing, but yeah, it really is having a big cast that can have fun and enjoy the show and not just look like a bunch of robots on stage. Yep. Cars can't move without the engine, so we need all the parts. So nine to five for sure. Yes. Nine to five. Everybody's excited. Yeah. And Hunter's the only one that knows. Everybody, meaning Hunter. Now, Hunter, don't tell anyone. Oh, I'm not going to tell I'm going to put this podcast out tomorrow, I think. Okay. So then people can listen to it and get the first scoop. Do you have any more questions? I do not have any more questions. Do you have any questions, Mr. Ruggles? Oh, man, I have a ton. Put the podcast out after we leave school. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I, okay. Because I don't Well, want they, won't, they won't have time to listen to it before they leave. Oh, you realize how much kids are on the You think they're just going to ask to go to the bathroom and then what, listen to it? I feel podcast? like... Tomorrow is one of those days that all of us teachers are probably going to struggle to keep the lids on well, I'll going do, into PT conference. But yeah. Well, I'll do it on Thursday because that's parent. I've got all kinds of time then. Yeah. What is the. <laughs> Hunter, what show did you want? Yeah, that's a you good know, question. <laughs> and, I, and that's and like from your guys' point of view. There's one show that I knew we weren't going to be able to do that I've always wanted to do. That's Oklahoma. But the show of the choices we got last year or earlier this year, uh, I was kind of hoping we'd do Little Shop of Horrors. But then again, that, yeah, it's Little Shop of Horrors. But 9 to 5, that was my second choice of what I wanted to do because I knew that one was brought up a couple times. Mm -hmm. And I was just, my mom loves that show too. And she said that she would really be interested in helping out when she could. We're going to get a big it. crowd from this show. Yeah. And that is fulfilling is having a, a, a group of people actually come in to watch you guys. So mm-hmm. coming off of a show like Freaky Friday, where we all knew the book or the movie, I think you guys are going to be very rewarded having the show be what it is. Also, I added a performance. We're doing four this year. We're doing four this year. What dates or what days of the week do you think? It's going to be 30 Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Normal 7 p.m. time, Sunday at 2, matinee. Mm-hmm. And we're doing the matinee for the kids on Wednesday as well. So you will technically have five performances. Wow. You are going to hate this show by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we always do. You yep. always hate the show yep. for you another always- month after the show's done. And you're just like, I don't ever want to listen to this music again. Yeah. And now I'm finally going back and listening to musicals I did two years ago. Like, or yeah. It comes full circle. It, it does. Comes full circle. I think it'll be good. I'm excited. All right, well, well, that will wrap up the uh, October podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Thanks, Mr. Juan. Thank you.
Hey everyone, I'm Mackenzie Thurston, and for our second student interview, I have with me Kellen King. He's a junior here at Mercer County High School. How are you doing today, Kellen? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. Um, what is one thing that you've never really been good at, but you wish that you were? Studying, especially now being in AP Chemistry, I have found it's very difficult to just up and start studying. So nights before tests or anything like that, I'm just sitting there on my phone, not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I get a huge smack in the face, 8 a.m., having yeah. a test. Um, who's your biggest role model? Uh, I would say Donald Glover. He's a singer, songwriter, dancer, producer. He does a lot of stuff. And not only do I enjoy his music, but uh, he's really passionate about what he does. And I just feel like he does a really good job of letting everybody know, like, hey, I'm here. You guys are going to listen to what I have to say. What was his popular thing that he had? Like, everybody watched the video of blank. What was it? He starred in a TV series called Community. <clears throat> I remember watching that, but I'm talking mm -hmm. about it's a, it was a music video. What song was it? Oh, uh, This Is America. Yeah, was it like in a parking garage or something like that? This Sound like like a, like a like like a storage okay, unit. It was weird. So that's what it was. This is America. Yeah, that was very big. I remember. Right. That was like 2018, 2019. Huh. I'm gonna have to listen to that again. Yeah. That's really really old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, what is your favorite food, whether you can have it or not? Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Question three, we're already making the digs. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah. I was she didn't mean it that it. way. I was, no, I was trying kidding. not yeah, to, no, but. You're fine. Now, if he um, says like a five pound bag of gummy bears, <laughs> now we're in trouble. <laughs> uh, I would say pizza, just because you can go some different routes about it. Like it doesn't have to just be basic. And you can pretty much eat it wherever you want to, whenever yeah. you want to. Specifically, Happy Joe's pizza, you know, not because I work there or anything. It's just really good. Little Caesars, that's where it's at. What's your favorite Happy Joe's pizza? Chicken bacon ranch, mm. specifically made by Blaine Engel. <laughs> He's the expert. <laughs> the expert. <laughs> he uses like the whole tub of ranch. It's That's disgusting. It <laughs> is. You, you got to wipe off oh, a good chunk. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been your favorite sport to play in high school? Uh, the only one I'm still in baseball. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> who is your favorite baseball team? The Dodgers. Who I don't want to talk that? about it. It's oh. <laughs> what is that series at right now? Two nothing Braves. Ooh, they got that uphill climb. <laughs> yeah. So you stay up late and watch all those games. I have the MLB app cause I don't have a way of watching them. And so I have MLB app and it just gives me notifications. Right. Like when the Cardinals won, or when the when they played the Cardinals and had that walk off homer, I was just sitting there staring at my phone. Yeah, that's tough. For it. Yeah, <laughs> when you get older, you can just get it on your phone. Yeah, but the problem is the Dodgers are on the West Coast, so you got to stay up till nine o'clock mm -hmm. just for the start of the game. Yeah, today's game is like three or four Central. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's not bad. Yeah, can't wait to see him go down three nothing. Who's McKenzie's favorite baseball team? Um, or do you have one? I don't really watch baseball. Oh I God. watch more football than I do baseball. And you like the Bears? No, Notre Dame. 
Oh, you're a college person. Uh-huh. You and yeah. Mr. Verlinden, right? Yeah. I pay zero attention to college sports. <laughs> yeah. I'm awful at it. I'm sorry, um, we're interrupting you. <laughs> so how do you feel about the COVID adapts that we've had to make throughout the past two years? I really, besides last year and the 12 o'clock dismissals, it really hasn't changed my day-to-day life in the past year and a half. Like, once we got out of that initial quarantine, I really haven't been affected by it. I mean, yeah, the masks aren't my favorite thing, but... I don't think they're anyone's. But what did you do when we had the 1230 dismissals? What did you do after you got out at 1230? I would go get some food, either go out with some friends, Los Charles, or some simple like go home and make myself something. And then if the teachers are listening, I went home and did homework. (laughs) Yeah, because I know um, a lot of our practices did not start until three o'clock. Yeah. Which kind of sucked, but, I mean, yeah, what are for, you going to do? For basketball, it was like JV was 1 to 3, and then varsity was 3 to 5, the regular. And I would have to go to, like, the last 30 to 40 minutes of JV and then full practice of varsity. Yeah, I know for softball, we didn't have – we had practice at 3 o'clock, and it went till 6, and it was whether we got done at 6 or not, we got out. Um, what's your favorite holiday tradition if you have one? So, uh, I have some family members that own like a shop. It's just a little like storage area. It's really big. Uh, we go out there, we'll always have food and then we usually do stuff like, uh, either Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July. I mean, sometimes we would even go out like just Halloween. We would just, Hey, Anybody wants to come out, we'll make some food. So, I mean, just having that as flexible as it is, like, I could go text whoever, like, my aunt that runs all of it. I could text, hey, can we do something this weekend? Nine times out of ten, she would say yes. So just being able to have it at your fingertips, like, yeah, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. While we're on the track of holidays, what is your favorite season? Fall. I feel like that's a really basic answer, but just... Perfect weather, uh, school starting back up. I do enjoy school starting back up. We're in fall right now. Mm-hmm. So you must be like super happy all the time. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Things being out of order, like whether that be like a numerical sense, like it's so weird as long as long as stuff is in order and like somewhat neatly placed i'm fine but if something's slightly out of it like it's like ocd it's like it's not like i have it or anything but it's just like that little yeah it's just it's weird is your room clean no not in the slightest (laughs) because i don't go in my room i'm Never in my room. I have a little living space but you down d- at my house. Okay, but that's not order to you. Not at all. You're talking numerical. Like like if we had... Say, give me an example. Say this pen, you have six of those pens. I didn't mean to use numerical. I don't know why I said that. But you have them like set up, and you have one pushed down. Oh, and okay. all of them are in line except mm-hmm. that one. 
Like that drives me insane. But your room's a mess. Absolute mess. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make too much sense, but whatever. Not at all. I get what you're coming from. Like unevenness and stuff like that. Do you think you have any of that, Mackenzie? Um, I have OCD for sure. I can't stand when things are out of place. Um, one thing that drives me nuts is when people eat with their mouth open. Stop. <laughs> is your room a mess? Oh, yes. Are you guys? I've found recently that people chew in circles instead of <laughs> up and down. Christina and Emma. I've never. <laughs> you say they both chew in circles? We had this talk last night with them. I don't. I'm going to have to think about that. Do you think about that? No, I just eat my food. Yeah. And like, hmm. I've been called weird for this. When I eat my food, I have it even on both sides, the amount of food. Oh, you are weird. Yeah. And like, if I have like, That's weird. if I have, say a box of milk duds, <clears throat> it's two milk duds at a time. <laughs> Every time. I have time ends, to think about that while if, you're eating. That's funny. I got all the time in the world. <laughs> it's a milk dud. It's caramel. It's it, going to take some time. If I have two milk duds and one milk dud, it's not going to change. Is that one of your questions? What his favorite candy bar is? Mm-mm. Well, it must be milk duds. Candy bar? Yeah. Milk milk dud would be considered that. Yeah. I still don't know if that'd be my favorite. I tried to I, stay away from the sweets. He's supposed to stay away from the sweets, and he doesn't. <laughs> Diabetic jokes have been rambling up recently. No. No, I'm not talking from you. Not from it's us. just in general. Really? Yeah, I can't say anything with somebody going, can you have that? Like, at lunch, oh, it's awful. I'll have an Uncrustable. Right. And I'll have specifically two people. They'll just be like, do you need that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, can you? Right. Hmm. Maybe they're just curious. About your health. You would think I would, yeah. after about 20 yeah. to 30 days of it in a row, you'd catch on. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we weren't going to talk about it. No. But you got to keep track of it. Yeah. And there are too many people in the world that don't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that leads to bad things. They tell you that if you don't keep track of that, it's going to be bad. And I so say, it's good that you yeah. keep track of it. There was a lady at work yesterday and she was like really hot. She looked really pale and... Her, her daughter looked at her and said, why don't you check your blood pressure? Right. Or blood sugar. And I'm like, um, she didn't look at all. And she looked at it. She's like, no, I'm fine. And I walked off. I'm like, I really hope she doesn't collapse. <laughs> right. Um, so what is your favorite subject in school? Subject would be English. I just, I get the same reaction every time. Yeah, God. <laughs> I enjoy English. I It, like, comes somewhat naturally to me. You're talking about the grammar of it. Yes. You like that. Yes. But you like reading, too. So, like, what we're working on now. I have no issue with our, like, assessment stuff. When he's like, all right, you got a 300-word essay. I'm like, okay. I have people next to me that are like, oh, another one? I say, I have no problem with the 300 essays, but the study sinks, I can't. I put in such little effort. (laughs) They they drive me nuts. And I found Jack Kelly was an even worse effort than me. (laughs) I like write out like what's, because it'll ask a question like, how did this and this affect that? And I'll like write a little something out. Jack just goes, copy, paste, 
places like here this is this is what happened and that's kind of funny because him and jackson both work together in class so that means they both have the same answer yeah um what is one where do you see yourself in five years from now hopefully in my senior year of college doing that would be about it wouldn't it Mm -hmm. yeah um doing i i want to go and be a physical therapist i thought about being an english teacher teacher for the longest time it's just flat out it's just the money's not there and especially (laughs) says who (laughs) couldn't tell you yeah statistics statistics you know i hear i hear you I hear you, but there's a lot of stuff that you can't put mm-hmm. a dollar bill on. Yeah. I know that's hard to tell. I, I have two months. In, yeah. <laughs> I, I have two months off in the year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that yeah. is nice. So you still got plenty of time to think about it, too. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, I've started, I've started looking at college and stuff like that. Like, not super seriously, but just right. kind of, you know, testing areas I'd want to go to, uh, state, city, stuff like that. Yeah. And you'd want to end up with something that you're going to go and do and want to do every morning, not yeah. wake up dreading it. Yeah, like me going and being a physical therapist is not the same as me and go going and doing like some hard labor job and not waking up and enjoying it. Like I get it. People wake up and enjoy that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. And even if I would make more money in that, I would much rather be an English teacher than go do something like that. Yeah. Um what (laughs) sorry um i'm trying to think of what i haven't said um you're not through them all yet are you i think i oh what is one thing that you would tell your younger self well that's a good one treat sports school healthy eating working out like staying in good physical shape treating that a lot more seriously than i did because I'm I'm finding it now when I'm wanting to start eating healthy and finding better stuff to eat and a more consistent way of working out is really difficult to because I'm not in the practice of it. Mm-hmm. And so I could go today, I could go lift at the Y right after this and then not do it for another week just because I have such a lack of determination at times. <laughs> it's It's rough. <laughs> do you think you could go vegan? could Kenzie says no you don't no. think you could no. no I thought about just trying it for a year I couldn't even do it for a year like Mr. Mr. Cresco <laughs> over at the intermediate mm. school Ryan I think he's been vegan for like two three years mm. I physically don't feel that I could do that because we have meat for every meal right. mm-hmm. and that would be hard to like and my parents aren't going to go vegan so like right. how do I separate myself from the food that they're making. It's like trying to quit smoking when everybody else is smoking around you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that'd be hard. Um, did I ask you one thing that you're most proud of yourself for? See, this is, this is one that I looked at, and I legitimately have nothing I can really put my finger on. Not that I'm not proud of the things I've done. It's just there's not really one that I can say, oh, yeah, I really feel like I was really proud in this moment. Like, it's just I'll find little things where I'm like, hey, I didn't do too bad on this one. 
<laughs> but take the small wins. Yeah. Can I ask him a couple questions? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. When are you gonna mow my yard <laughs> next? When do you want it mowed? I still I mean it's still mm-hmm. okay. What's the worst part about my yard? That little area between your garage and the house. Yes. Strictly for the amount of bugs that I get mm-hmm. smacking my leg as I go up against both of them. Right. I've thought about enclosing that, you know, and like attaching it to the house, but I don't think I'm going to. Yeah. I thought you'd say the front where there used to be that tree there and you know, you always dump and you shave it off because there's no yeah. other way to do it. No, there's not. This is exciting podcast mowing talk. Yeah. Kellen has mowed my lawn for a couple of years and Gavin, his brother, mowed it before that. Because I just got lazy. I mowed it, and then my my mower took a crap, and then I just didn't mow it, and I just paid these kids to do it. He does a really good job. Sometimes, though, I see his dad doing it. It's been a, a year. That's true. When you get busy, he tries to pick up the slack, which is a good dad. Just you yesterday, know. I was planning on going to the volleyball game, and I was going to cut it really close because I had – I mean, the yard takes me like 15 minutes, but – it is 15 minutes of mowing that yard and then another 10 to 15 to get even back to my dad's right with on the mower. That's mm-hmm. the worst part. I wish I could operate a trailer better than I do. Right. <laughs> it's it hard. takes so long. It probably adds to two and a half hours to my mowing day. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. And I'm just, I'm just driving around town on my mower. Well, if any of you out there are listening and you need somebody to mow your lawn, Next year. 309-219-1121. Kellen's Yard Service. Or do you have a name for it, or is it just Kellen's Yard Service? Kellen will come and mow your lawn. That's, that's your business. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's so creative. I know. All right. Well, we're good. I think we're good. You want to close it out? Yeah. Oh, I, I should have faded that in. Like, what are you going to say? Are you going to thank him for being here? All right. Well, thank you, Kellen, for coming in. And I want to wish everyone to have a good day. Thank you. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's our second episode of our podcast this year, the episode for October. We will be back once again in November to do some more cool things and talk to some more interesting people. If you have any ideas for us to talk about, you can email me at rugglesr at mercerschools.org, and we will try to do the best we can to keep you interested. Please share. Please get it all out, and let's get a lot of plays on this thing. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.